The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. Hey everybody, welcome to The Daily Muddy. I'm Ashley Conrad and joining me today we have the lovely Nikki Shields and Mr. Chad Douglas. And I'm sure Chad may look familiar to a lot of you folks who <laughs> who are uh, in or around Quincy area. Mm-hmm. Um, he was with KHQA for a long time. Yeah. Okay. Now you're doing something that I think uh, is, is amazing. Uh, it's very prevalent and becoming more and more prevalent. And uh, one is podcasting, but two, uh, the purpose of this podcast is... Uh, mental health, specifically of children, correct? Um, Okay, the name of this podcast is Scrambled, which I think is a very interesting name. Uh, It definitely describes my brain a lot of the time, (laughs) right? Okay, so tell me how you came up with um, Scrambled, what the idea was. Sure, so a little bit of backstory here. When I was in the TV broadcasting business, I kind of found a niche of, of talking about difficult topics that people might have found taboo or didn't like to talk about. And I did a two-part series on childhood anxiety, and that's where Nikki and I met. She was mm-hmm. She's a licensed behavioral therapist uh, for children. And so she was an interview for that subject. And uh, then when I left the TV business, I, didn't, I, I no longer had the platform to kind of do that. Right. I live with anxiety in my household, and mm-hmm. so it's very prevalent, it's very prominent in my brain. And it's my son who has it. And he was 10 at the time and was in a panic attack. And so once we got finished with the panic attack and got him calmed down and in a nice safe place, I was like, you know, help me understand this. And he just says, I did, my brain just feels scrambled. I got so much going on. And so when I thought of the idea for a podcast about this, once he said that, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I like that name because it makes sense. Yeah. 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 It's but like yet it's different enough and you don't associate it yeah. with mental health. I love it. So. Um, as I said, it's becoming more and more prevalent. Uh, I'm sure on your podcast, you talk about, um, I've never heard it, but I do plan on listening to it. I didn't know it existed, but that's okay. So now Great. I can't that's wait to, I, yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to, I can't wait to listen because it's something I have two small girls in my house and I don't think it's just the pandemic, but of course that didn't help. Um, children today have so much well, everybody today has so much. I mean, it's just being a person is hard period. So hard. And then being a child, uh, in a society that is just so fast paced, so, uh, you know, it's based on instant gratification. Everything's changing so rapidly. It's just, um, it's gotta be tough for kids. It's tough on me. Um, and I know watching my girls, uh, on a daily basis, the things that they have to deal with, even in, in grade school and middle school, it's just, it seems like, you know, we always say been there, done that, but we haven't Mm-mm. right. Our kids are going through, um, things that we've never experienced through social media, uh, just like I said, Instagram vacation, we were talking earlier, mm-hmm. likes, everybody has a perfect thing, yeah. right? So tell us about some things that you guys kind of tackle on the podcast and is, you know, I'm sure these subjects are all, are all very, you know, hot topics for you. So mm-hmm. that's a- well, we started out, we wanted people to understand what anxiety is because anxiety is what, you know, brought us together to work on this project and and was what we were seeing the most of. And so uh, there's first several episodes are introducing what is anxiety? What does it look like? How might you see it? What does it look like in the classroom? Why do some kids with anxiety look like they're really angry and acting out while other kids might be more withdrawn? And so we we started with an introduction on what is this? And then we've dabbled into other areas of mental health as well, because of course, you know, mental health is not just anxiety. Anxiety, And so, um, and, and as we go along, we plan to have additional episodes about different types of disorders sure. that children may deal with. And then the other big focus has really been what can parents do? What are hands-on, easy, 
practical things that work that can help your kids deal with whatever mental health issues they might be dealing yeah, with. Absolutely. Because the parenting part of it is hard. And you said childhood is different now, but it, I think parenting, parenting is too. Parenting is so different. And you know, I'm sure there are other people out there, and I'm sure you guys have experienced this. Uh, every day I feel like I'm messing up. Every <laughs> single day. Yes. Because like I said, being a person is hard. Being a parent is like, phew, yeah. <laughs> you know, you never know what the heck you're doing. Yeah. I mean, even the best parents out there, I feel, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like they probably feel like they're screwing up mm-hmm. all the time as well. Absolutely. Um, so being a parent is difficult. Being a parent to a child with anxiety or other uh, mental health struggles has got to feel mm-hmm. just so overwhelming. And so what what do I do? How do I help? So, yeah. so your podcast aims... Um, to, to not only kind of help identify, um, it helps the parents kind of, you know, maybe feel like they're mm-hmm. not screwing up on a daily basis, right? Make them more comfortable. We all are. But sure. I mean, we are. <laughs> yeah. We are. And that's, Trust me. that's yeah. important to know. And, yeah. and we've talked about it in an episode, um, a couple episodes ago, we had a, an author, a, a lecturer at Harvard, and I started to finish her sentence for her. And she was talking about using compassion. And I'm like, for the kids, use for yourself. And I was like, oh, huh. Now there's an idea compassion for yourself and knowing that you're doing the best that you can and yeah. you are going to mess up. Yeah. But you know what? We're all uh, most some of us are better than others as I struggle to find words in communication. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. it's right. a matter of talking. And yes, people get frustrated. Yeah. This morning oh, got man. frustrated. So this afternoon I hope to have a nice calm conversation. Right with my son about, okay, this is what happened. How can we handle it better the next time? Right. Because it's going to happen. It's going to happen again. Well, and your kids are going to let you know. I mean, if your kids are like mine, they're like, gosh, mom, you just don't know anything, you know, Mm -hmm. which we're, clearly we're all just idiots, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we know nothing sometimes. Yeah. 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 And it's like, okay, well, I know, I know I've messed this up now. How can I do better? Or, you know, how do I even, I know sometimes I struggle with, um, even yes, the compassion, the, the compassion, the communication is all very important. I sometimes don't even know uh, what my child is going through because she doesn't really communicate very well. Sometimes our personalities are, you know, just different. We just don't, you know, we may not communicate in the right way, which I know I struggle with with, with my children. Um, another thing is understanding for me that uh, talking about mental health, right? So that's something that you guys mentioned is very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just normalizing having conversations about mental health. Because for a long time, it was like, we don't talk about that, right? Yes, and when we first started talking about this project, that was it. It was like, nobody's nobody's talking about it, but we're all struggling with it. So why does it have to be quiet? Why is it taboo? And so um, and that, that was our whole mission, is getting a conversation going and making it so everyday people can talk about what mental health looks like in their house, what struggles they may be having in that area. Sure. So you are a licensed, what? What is a it? licensed clinical therapist. Okay. Yep. So you have definitely had, uh, you know, experience through this and you have a child at home who, you know, has anxiety, uh, which I think more and more, like I said, that's becoming prevalent. What do you think, I mean, contributes to kind of what I see as a spike in that? So uh, I'll take that one. Yeah, I was That's gonna, one of yeah, my favorites. Yes, do it. So Please. I think it's been there a lot longer than we know. I mean, I, I also was a child with anxiety. And so this, this subject is near and dear to my heart because we didn't know what it was. And I remember being, you know, eight or nine and going to doctors and nobody could really tell me what was wrong. And, and my parents didn't know. And they did a really good job. And they, they definitely checked all the different things, but it wasn't a medical issue. And so there really wasn't a label. I was in college before I knew that what I had dealt with as a young child was anxiety. And yeah. so it's, 
it, that that's kind of what motivates me is I want families to be able to talk about this and figure out, you know, the solution and, and where to go and different ideas and how to sure. navigate the whole process because there is, there's help right. and there are many other people experiencing the same thing. Which is awesome. So one, one question, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say it is a process. I mean, yeah. that's the key word there is because it's not like you're going to go in and see either your primary care provider or a, a therapist or a psychiatrist and, and get it fixed. Right, get right? a diagnosis it's, it's and then a get an answer. process uh -huh. and there's a lot of different trails to go down and everything. So uh, patience is key when yeah. going down this path. Yeah, I think patience is key just being, you know, a, a parent in general. But um, so if you don't mind me asking, because this is just for my curiosity, mm -hmm. how do you identify anxiety in a child? And are there are there telltale signs or are, mm -hmm. are they different based on, you know, kind of a case mm -hmm. by case with child? I don't know. Yes and yes. Okay. Say, yeah, that's, that's the key. And, and we've used the term shapeshifter because once you get it identified as anxiety and it, it might look like an outburst, it might be uh, punching walls, kicking chairs, screaming, yelling, and you're like, okay, we've got it. We've treated it. We've gone to therapy. Maybe you deal with medicine and that seems to get fixed. And then it comes out of somewhere else. Well, now we're mm -hmm. talking about self-harm or something very serious and you, you fix that, so to speak, and sure. then it shapeshifts into something else. And right. So it's just a matter of... Yeah. Being very well versed on everything it could be. And how to kind of tell the difference between, oh, that's just Claire. That's just Nora. Those are my girls' names, by the way. Sorry, <laughs> girls. I don't think that, but I'm just saying, you know. So how do you go from, oh, well, that's a typical two-year-old boy. Or, mm -hmm. you know, how do you, because I we've heard that a lot, right? Even mm -hmm. me growing up, oh, that's just Ashley. She yeah. just Terrible likes twos. to. Yeah, <laughs> she's just. Yeah, she just likes to throw a fit, which well, I did. But yeah. <laughs> and, and Chad and I were just talking about this because sometimes it's not mental health specifically. It's not a mental health problem. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's just a developmental struggle that's completely appropriate for the age or the, the child's temperament or whatever. And so the, the thing that I go to to kind of blend all that and kind of find the middle ground is that no matter what the cause of the behavior is, whether it is temperament, personality, an issue or whatever, is if you come at it from that, that lens of, this behavior is communicating something, and it is my job as the adult in this child's life to help them interpret it and help them figure out what they need. What is what is the underlying cause and what can we do about it? And so right. it, at that point, it doesn't matter if you label it as a, a mental health issue or just you know a behavior or something a personality thing. What's underneath it and, right. and what is it communicating? Because you said something interesting earlier that, of course, I mean, I, I agree with, and I hope a lot of other people do too, is that no child is inherently bad. Right. right? You're not born that way, right? Right. We learn that. Behavior. And children want to, um, they want to make us proud. They want to make us happy. They want to make us smile. So when there's something going on, it really is our job to figure it out. I know as, as a parent, uh, I know it's my job to help my kids navigate these things, but sometimes I just don't know how. So I think your podcast is definitely, I mean, when I, I read about it, you know, even today for the first time and I was like, oh man, I can't wait to, I can't wait to tune in on this because I know it affects me. Uh, it may not affect me directly with, you know, anxiety or other, th but I know there are things that I can learn and things that I know that, you know, I can better myself with. So I'm, I'm really looking forward and to I it. And I think so. just any parent, because I was completely ignorant when it came to anxiety. And yeah. when I started seeing signs of it within my house, I'm like, what's happening? So you delve in and you learn more. And, and I've changed the way I parent. Yeah. And it's changed me as a person and how I look at people. And you, know, you don't judge things because you see another person do something you're like well, right. maybe there's something else going on that i'm not aware of right. so it's definitely made me a better parent right i have better days than others yeah but you know <laughs> we just, all do it's yeah. learning things and going back to compassion mm -hmm. that's the one thing i've learned of learned from if, if a child 
erupts with some sort of what's seen as bad behavior, it's not a matter of, of being like, knock it off, what are you doing? It's, yeah. it's what's happening, what's what's going on? I right. understand you're upset, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. And apologies, the first time I apologized to my son because of something I did or said incorrectly, I physically saw our relationship change, change. Yeah. because then it was more of an open thing. And now we have a very nice open communication, sometimes a little too open. I'm like, oh, right. Hey, so okay. I'm not ready to talk about that. Well, <laughs> dig next subject. But yeah. the other yeah. part of me that loves that, sure. that I've opened that door. Yeah. And so I think for any parent, anxiety, ADHD, any kind of mental health condition or not, I do think the podcast is very beneficial. Yeah, that sounds like it's very valuable. I will say one thing, my mom might kill me for this, but so when I was young, I said I like to, you know, act out. My grandma, turns out she may have been right, God rest her soul, uh, (laughs) when I was having a major meltdown or a fit, she would say, well, have you just tried to hug her? And my mom would just... (laughs) <laughs> I'll go through the roof, you know? Yeah. Well, then not too long after that, I had a meltdown with my grandma and my mom turned it and said, well, have you just tried to hug her? Yeah. Now, it turns out that, you know, I have tried a few of those things. So my immediate reaction when my kid starts throwing a fit is to jump in with my adult anger. Mm-hmm. And because it's easy, it's easy. Yeah. We all have so much stuff going on and we're like, oh, or me personally, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you have, you are throwing this kind of fit and you have like <laughs> zero problems in your life. I need to take a step back. Because they all do have yes. their own little problems that's right. or and big, whatever. Yeah, Our instinct is to meet their energy with our own. It and, is. and the it goal, is. and I'm not going to say that I'm 100% successful at this, but the goal <laughs> is is to meet their their high energy, their escalation with our calm yeah. and, and just, just keep it there. Because then they can come back down to where we are. But if we escalate with them, yeah. it's on. Yeah. And I, I do that all the time. fight or flight. I mean, yeah. you think like caveman style and you've got a saber tooth tiger coming at you you're either going to run away mm-hmm. um, which you shouldn't from a large cat because right. they will catch you right or you're going to stay and fight yeah and that's essentially what it is if, if someone with uh, anxiety is triggered with something they're either going to run out of the room or they might kick a wall or throw sure. a chair mm-hmm. and right. so it's a matter or they may shut down they may freeze yeah. you know? right. yeah. and that's also you know that's a problem in a classroom or that's a problem at home and so all of these are signs of anxiety so I mean, I love this camera. I could sit and talk to you guys all day. Um, so the the podcast is called Scrambled, and it is available everywhere podcasts are available, right? Yes. Spotify, Apple, I don't even know. Yeah, Podbean, any other one. Okay. Um, Stitcher okay. is on there, Audible. iHeartRadio. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you also have a website, right? And is it just for the podcast, or does it have other resources, or what? It's a work in progress. Okay, right now, absolutely. <laughs> Websites always are. Yes. Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. now, it's uh, for the podcast. It's scrambledpodcast.com. Okay. You can download the episode straight from there. Mm-hmm. There are also some resources, some books and other materials. Anything that, that we reference will oh, be linked on the cool. website. Yeah, and okay. that way you can do a direct link there. We're also on Facebook at Scrambled Podcast, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter is new. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say, go ahead. I was just yeah. say anything we can to get the, the word out. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Like we end every episode with our whole goal in starting this podcast was to start a conversation and the conversation yeah. continues with you. Oh, that's so that's, cool. That's excellent. Yeah. And I think it is, I mean, there are important things happening every day, but if we don't focus on mental health, especially concerning our children, we're going to do zero justice for the next generation, right? Well, I mean, if, it's our job. If to... you have any kind of injury, a broken arm, you've got yeah. a cast to go, okay, right. that child can't write if they're right-handed and they broke their right arm. Right. If you've got something going on in your brain, you can't physically see that to fix it. There's no proverbial Band-Aid, right. but that doesn't mean it's not there. Right. And then, you know, because it is ever-evolving and just constantly at a really fast pace, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just... You know, I think I mentioned earlier, I don't know how to, like I said, uh, we say we've been there and done that, but our kids are dealing with so many new things and we don't really know. And I think having a resource like this um, 
knowing about resources like this is just, it's so important for parents, uh, teachers, anyone who has, you know, who's has children in yeah. their life. I mean, which is pretty much everybody. Mm -hmm. If you have, you know, if you have a chance to impact a child's world in any way or the other, in one way or the other, then listening to this podcast is probably going to help, right? That's our goal. Yeah. So normalizing um, discussions around mental health, normalizing um, children talking about their mental health, normalizing communication and compassion surrounding it. I think mm -hmm. it's just, this is amazing what you guys are doing. And I will say on the positive side of the kids talking about it, when I was younger, we didn't talk about mm -hmm. it. And these kids are. Yeah. Like, it's anxiety is not a bad thing. ADHD is not a bad thing. Yeah. Like kids talk about it. Right. And well, I think that's wonderful. I don't think anybody really, like you said, labeled. I mean, we knew something was there. Right. But we didn't really know what to call it. Now that it has a name, it's like, okay, we'll mark that down and let's figure out how to fix that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I love what you guys are doing. And uh, hopefully, hopefully this just, like, skyrockets your viewership because – only good can come of it, right? Just familiarity and... We like to think so. <laughs> yeah, and communication. No, I think this is great. Uh, anything else that I didn't touch on that, that you feel like we want to chat about? The only other thing I was thinking is when I approached Nikki about uh, co-hosting the podcast, she even kind of mentioned, even as a behavioral health therapist, that there's such a need for it right now. And if, if there's, there's wait lists everywhere, mm -hmm. that this gives somebody a little bit of something while they're on that wait list sure. before they mm -hmm. can see a professional. Right then that's great. Kind of like an intermediate help, yeah. help desk type thing. Yeah, I love it. Well, okay, so aside from the podcast, if someone has questions, can they reach out, out to you? Do you offer? We have an email address. Okay, it's okay. thescramblepodcast the at gmail.com. Thescramblepodcast. Everything podcast. else is just scrambled podcast. Perfect. You have to throw in the for yeah. email to work for whatever reason. Because you got to love Gmail. And there's yeah. also a link on the website that you can send yep. messages directly to okay. us through that. Perfect. Yep. Well, I appreciate it. I love what you're doing, and hopefully you keep it up. I can't wait to listen to you guys. Yep. Thank you well, thank you so the, much for the platform. This is great. Uh, yeah, love it. We'll thank Bob too. Thank you, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs> All right, it was great talking to you. Have a great day. You too. Thanks. Well, there you have it. Be sure to check out Scrambled Podcast with Chad Douglas and Nikki Shields. Coming up, Jim Molidor shows Bob around Quincy Discount Warehouse. Welcome to the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. With six big screens, a new larger kitchen, and now more seating capacity, the Abbey is the place to be before, during, and after the big game. Come enjoy fan favorite appetizers, steaks, burgers, and a variety of daily food and drink specials. Can't join us? Carryout is available too. Now with the convenient drive-up window to better serve you. 1736 Spring in Quincy. Opens at 3 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Come join all your friends at the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. Quincy Warehouse Bargains is your Quincy home improvement store. It's the only store of its kind in the Quincy area. We offer flooring, mattresses, area rugs, dining sets, couches, appliances, and much more. And have more products to come so we can better serve the Quincy and Tri-State community. Our staff is ready to help you find what you need to make your house a home. Quincy Warehouse Bargains, 4100 North 24th Street, Quincy. There's a reason Harvey's Furniture has been around for over 75 years. Exceptional quality furniture, affordable prices, superior customer service. The only way to stay in business for over 75 years is to do things right. Harvey's Furniture, our home, your home. Instant Replay is your local sports bar. With 18 big screen TVs, we have all the sports packages from college games to pro games. We offer daily drink specials and come check out the bullpen, our newly renovated beer garden. Instant Replay, 2739 Chestnut in Quincy. Are you looking for the perfect venue for your next special event? Check out Utopia Event Center. 
Utopia has a large banquet room and an awesome bar area, perfect for anything from birthday parties to formal corporate meetings. It also offers a photo booth, stage for a DJ or a live band, and a fully stocked bar, all for only $300. Check us out at utopiaeventcenter.com or call Barn at 217-430-6559 for more information. Utopia Event Center, 900 North 12th Street in Quincy. You told me you have six locations now? Yes, we have six locations. So we started in Jacksonville, right. um, and then in 2018, we got Galesburg, and then 2020, Quincy and Ottawa, Illinois came on board. And then just this February, uh, we got Burlington and Muscatine, Iowa. So we're in two states now. How do you, this place, um, you know, I, my wife and I, you know, she, she grew up down in St. Louis and had a place called Hoods that she, her dad would take her to and they would just find stuff that they needed because he was a very handy guy. I am not a handy guy, but still, I will try, and she'll, she usually does shows me most of the stuff. And then, of course, for years, there was Bayview Building Supply, but this has filled that niche of that place where if I need something, I'll probably find it here. Yeah. Yeah, I would say uh, I characterize our stores as home finishing and home furnishing. So in home finishing, we have the flooring, uh, which is a big seller for us, but we also have windows, doors, we have insulation, we have water heaters, we have countertops, we have vanities. Everything that, you know, if you're building a home or, you know, really remodeling a home, we have all of that uh, materials. But then home furnishing is, the furniture we're sitting on, we have appliances from dishwashers to um, refrigerators, stoves, washer, dryers. Uh, we have rugs, tables, chairs, um, things, you know, to, to finish, the, uh, to furnish the home. Uh, and then we, you know, we also have really fun stuff that comes in too. We have camping equipment, we have dog kennels, we have uh, bicycles, we have toys. Uh, we get golf equipment sometimes. So, uh, in fact, we recently got a load of uh, skeletons that play the banjo and uh, well it's Halloween yeah they're sold out now, so. <laughs> they're already gone yeah thanks fellas well tomorrow you'll catch me right back here in this hot seat for Club Muddy we'll see you then Muddy River News our home our news